Abyss, why are you texting on the show? Abyss, <laughs> why are you ta- why are you tattling on me, Kathy? Abyss, what? Abyss, no, it's showtime is not texting time. Uh, I'm trying to get laid. <laughs> oh well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, by all means, let's that. just uh, stop the show. That's oh, right. it stops for Boogie when he's trying to get laid. <laughs> I'm not trying to send texts while we're trying to record the show. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Jesus fucking Christ. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. (laughs) What was that? Kathy's throwing gang signs at me. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hi. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Cal Bogey. I don't even know what a gang sign is. Uh, whatever. You were just like throwing down. You had this like serious look on your face. Like, was, you're like, Abyss oh, and I were having yeah, this pussy I was, thing. I was, I was like, her. Flailing. Oh, maybe that was out of the corner of my eyes. Maybe that's your other gang sign. Yeah, it's her flailing, like, Muppet. Like. That was. That's <laughs> your flailing gang ninja. <laughs> I'm going to attack you! <laughs> like an orangutan runs. <laughs> God, oh. I'm, I'm either a tranny or an orangutan. I mean, it's just so flattering. <laughs> You're a tranitang. That's what you are. You're a transsexual oh. orangutan. Give me a, a horrible nickname. Tranitang. It's going to Le- catch on. Watch. He's going to keep, keep saying it just so yeah. it does. Tranitang. Oh, wow. <laughs> Kathy the Tranitang. Okay, so, so, uh, pussy so, cookie party, huh? Pussy cookie party. Pussy cookies. <laughs> It Please. is one, like two weeks away. Two weeks away. Pussy Cookies Party. And in honor of the Pussy Cookies Party for our preferred podcast listeners that aren't going to be able to be at the Pussy Cookies Party, we are going to actually make Pussy Cookies on the show next week. Do we really have to? Can't we make them before the show and just partake mm. of them during the show? That would be Because Abyss isn't going to be here, lame. and that, that will be, be it's just me and you, and I just don't think I can handle that. <laughs> what? I'm like your buffer? Yes! absolutely lame. So you can just lick eye contact with me as he's <laughs> fucking someone with a like, dildo? We can have our own little chat. <laughs> like, no, we make them during the show, uh, so that way we get to actually have our listeners hear the fucking of the dildo. And then, then you're going to sense somebody out and to then cook we them? will send them yeah the oven will be on and then they'll make the the cookies during the show while we're talking and then about halfway or through the end of the show then you know, we'll come back in and there'll be cookies i can just foresee so many problems this is like the no kathy you yes. have to have some fucking vision this is like the fig figging look, look hey beyond. there was nothing wrong with the figging, the figging uh, there was like great. women running to the bathroom <laughs> and crying and <laughs> that's a good show <laughs> no. jesus fucking what do you want to do a cooking uh, show no. you want me to talk <laughs> about Abyss, the ground cauliflower flower is that what we want to talk about no let's talk about but those who are coming the pussy cookie party just to let you guys know besides the fact that we will be doing they will be doing pussy cookies is uh you can also play just regular too it is a play party they 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 apparently abyss and kathy find our perverted podcast listeners incredibly retarded so they wanted to make management of how this party is that thank you abyss it's a themed party of pussy cookies i think most people that are going to be in attendance realize that it's not obligated that you shove a fucking dildo in your orifice that they could like not play or that they could just like play normal spanky stuff. So anyway, Abyss. Yes. It's a regular play party. It is. Community it is. party 18 or over. You are not obligated to partake in, in the pussy cookie experience. And actually, when you come in the door, I'm going to hit you with a fucking <laughs> club and I'm going to drag you by your fucking genitalia. Wow. And make you eat pussy cookies. That's what we're going to do I'm for this party. I'm also guessing the pussy cookies will be labeled. Pussy co- I think it's pretty much assumed if there's a cookie on a plate at that party, it came out of someone's fucking vagina. So if, you don't, if you don't want it, don't eat the cookies. Don't eat the cookies. People are like, I brought my own cookies. No, no. We'll take them from you and then have someone sit on them and wipe it in their vagina and then feed it back to you. Ew. That is not a promise, actually. Nobody is <laughs> wiping in my cookies. Awesome. What okay. are you talking about? What is this memory phone? What? Mark Did wanted me to put that up there because since she can't speak on the show, she wanted me to tell the listeners oh. that the highlight of her week was the fact that Boogie got memory phone for the bid. 
the bed of immoral got, delight. He got, wait, you actually got the memory foam mattress that actually stays in one piece? Yes. Yes, so apparently, I did. This is, I'm glad this is Boogie shocking, has compelling poor news for poor Mark having to make the bed all the time. Not just poor Mark, trust me. And yeah, Abyss. Abyss. It is a long time. And yeah. apparently it is a nightmare to put together and he bitch. finally got it's it. Not, yeah. It's just an, okay. It's a bitch. Great, this is awesome. You you know, know, if you're going to invite women back to the bed, you may I'm as well have sh- properly sh- sized <laughs> memory foam. You know, sometimes coming up with stuff to do in DS is hard. So uh, you just, uh, you know, hey, make the bid. And you know it's a challenge. And they got to do it right, and they you know, got to stay focused. And then well, they I also can... bust their toe on the like cinder block that is holding up the I've other end of the bed. I've heard of that. That's just it's an it's oh, it's a nightmare. Just a few just, feet that way. Just complain. <laughs> you know what? That bid has seen things. That bid has seen things and enjoyed many a love fest. Uh, well, it Mark has. is very happy. Well, Mark. congratulations, Mark and Boogie, on your mem- memory foam of, of one the, piece. That's great. I'm very excited. That was that was incredible. Are you going to ask for? Anger! What? <laughs> Captain Enthusiasm, couldn't you uh, please ask the chat room for oh. uh, celebrities for us to masturbate to this week? Yeah, I already have. They've already got one for you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm going to miss it. Why do I feel. Oh, that yeah, this is we don't need to, to have a- Abyss do it, so tell them that. Abyss can masturbate You know, in I don't spirits. think that's right. I think she should have to anyway. Wipe that smile right off her face. <laughs> and just send... Why don't you send it in? Like, masturbate about a celebrity and then send, By like, the way, an actual writing. By the way, you never actually uh, did yours what last did, month. What? I, I made up for it by watching some good, you know... Anime and bestiality. Oh, yeah, I don't. That, I don't give really a shit. You was, didn't. You didn't awesome. Actually, I had to. I had to make up mine. Kathy had to make up hers. Yours never got done. I. Uh, I think Abyss gets a pass. Okay, fine. Unger, who am I supposed to masturbate to? Selma Hayek. Oh, <laughs> what was Selma that? Hayek? Yeah. Dude from Dogma. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Do the one from Dogma. Okay. With a little. No, she didn't have a. Yes. She didn't have junk in Dogma. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yes. She was a muse. She had junk. No, she didn't. Well, she had tits. She had tits. She t- definitely well, did because she I did guess a strip I could, tease. I could titty rape her. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And she had a mouth. And she glasses a m- and a lollipop, and it was very cute. Yeah, I'm not, I, you know, no. If I'm going to have fucking Selma Hayek in a fantasy, there's going to be a fucking some ass. There's going to be an ass. <laughs> that's like that's like going to the cathedral and and... Not having cathedral. Go, I was trying to find a, somewhere some sort of metaphor. Anyway. So what about Kathy? Anything yet? Unger. Unger's asleep. Um, <laughs> no, None? I'm not asleep. Okay. Well, let us know when they L- come up with something. They I had something. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Why do I know that name? Chris Pratt. Who's that? Who's Chris Pratt? Sam? <laughs> he was in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, was that the, the, the lead, lead guy? Yes. Hey, oh. I already did him from Jurassic Park. Oh. Well, now you can do him with a <laughs> raccoon. Yeah. You can do him with, he is uh, kind of with Groot. Yeah, no, 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 because I did him from uh, Jurassic Park. Okay. But isn't he in Parks and Recreation, too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's totally dorky. I can I can work with that. Okay. okay. Well, so hey, so hey, he's going to get twice? Dude, what? we both got... We oh, both you guys have. both... <laughs> now are you going to... They high five. That's creepy. That's like an Eiffel Tower or something. <laughs> you Dude, Kathy, I'd Eiffel Tower with Chris Pratt with you. you guys I just totally <laughs> would. <laughs> so they have one for Abyss. What? Oh, Marlon no. Brando. <laughs> oh! Streetcar named Desire. You got to go with no, that. Or on the waterfront. No, the Isle of Dr. Moreau with no! the fucking ice bucket on his head. Yeah, that would be not say Island of Dr. Moreau. That I told them in the chat that that's what would come up. That is it. How do I get that? All right. Well, we'll work on this. Thank no, you. Do it on the waterfront. That's and thanks. We only have two people somebody. Pink Lady and Gray Wolf. Uh, Pink Lady. Recommended them. Oh. Thank you very much. Just another day on Bad Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Bad Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please do <laughs> I got distracted because I was singing the song. <laughs> Only 67 episodes. Uh, for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. 
So let's get into some cheery news, some cheery community news, some let's get together and yeah, go for and it. Work it. You're, I thought you were leading this. All right. Well, you, you get, well, look, I like how you already, you're already like arms crossed. I you're know. Like, He's ready for a like, fight. No, this has been a lot of thinking. This has been a this oh, is a, a shitty a situation. There's a lot of reading. This is the only uh, post we're going to be talking about because it's actually a series of five posts by River Fern. And it is about an experience that she had at an event in which she did something. She had something done on her called solar branding, which I had never heard of. I actually had to look it up. Didn't you guys? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's only been around for a few years. And it is, like I said, a series of five posts in which she talks about the whole ordeal and how horribly bad it went. Um, We're not going to really discuss names or events or where this happened. We really just want to focus on the fact that... This was a very dangerous procedure because you're basically taking some kind of glass or magnifying glass and using the heat of the sun to brand somebody, Mm -hmm. which I understand from reading up on this is incredibly dangerous because you can't really... There's not a control aspect to it. Yeah, you can't control... You can't turn down the sun. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, A lot different from taking, you know, the standard branding that we use because you can determine how deep you're going to go. So in this particular case, it went horribly wrong. And she wrote some very beautifully put posts, very eloquent about her ordeal. Uh, I can't even begin to... There's no way I'm quoting it. There's no way I'm going to be able to... I will will say from reading the first part of it, because we're going to get into the nitty gritty of the actual what happened and so forth. But I can understand her process. And I thought her mindset... And where her processing was through the ordeal before it went to Helena Hambiscuit was incredibly wonderful. Like the way she surrendered to the pain, because this is all stuff that we do in this lifestyle anyway. So what she was talking about, what this ordeal meant to her and what the pain was worth and the scars and this, that, the other, all the things she wanted out of this experience. And as someone who has done, you know, ritualistic branding myself, I mean, I have scars from from my dominance and I have, you know, personal tattoos all over the place. So I can understand and sympathize where this where her thought process was and where she she wanted. Yeah. Uh, Marks uh, that you get, whether temporary or or permanent in the community are very important to most of us. And so you're right. It did mean a lot. And and I'm glad that you agree with me that it was very well written. And I'm glad that she gave us permission because. She takes the reader through the entire ordeal of, of what it was like, why she did it, and then how everything started to go horribly wrong. Uh, the person doing it, it was their fir- his first time doing it. Which he didn't disclose. Which he did not disclose to her or her dominant. Um, they were surprised to hear from him, hey, can I take a picture because you guys are my first ones. After. After. The fact. Yes. And so uh, she got fourth degree burns. I didn't even know you could get fourth degree burns. Not just burns. fourth degree burns. Fourth degree burns around her entire ankle, ankle in a yes. band, which is, what is that called? It, it, it can cause a tourniqueting effect. Yes. Yeah. So if you so make the scar it, actually becomes a tourniquet. Yes. Well, it's not just the scar. Like, because it was fourth degree, and what that means is, when I was reading it, and she was talking about her experience, and she like, there were certain aspects that instantly, as a nurse, made my, my flags go up, because she's saying, oh, I hopped off this table, and I didn't feel any pain. It didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to a burn, especially burns, because guys, burns are some of the nastiest things. Um, it 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 honestly, when she said there's no pain, that meant he went past and and damaged the nerves. Burns hurt for a reason because they just fry all the all the uh, sensory, and it hurts like hell. But w- if your burn doesn't hurt. Yeah, you something done fucked like you have gone that you've gone below actual nerve beds on that. Yeah. So I actually am going to read a quote. I really wasn't going to. But there is something that she says. Uh, This is how she describes it uh, when she and her dominant first heard that they were her his his first uh, people he was doing this on. He hadn't told us that beforehand. We knew it was recently added to his repertoire, but he hadn't told us we would be the first. From the way he spoke, it had sounded like he'd done this technique before on other people and was now at a point where he felt comfortable doing it as a service for others. I checked with a medic to make sure I could do good aftercare. Medical staff at a kink event have seen everything. That was my first moment of that look on the face of a medical professional, that look of, oh, my God, what did you do? And this is something that she hears 
progressively throughout her story throughout the weeks and months from not only the paramedics but the nurses when she's finally admitted to the burn unit when she finally realizes that her foot has swollen to twice its size and she can no longer walk she gets that same look from the doctors she starts hearing them talk about we're going to have to do a skin graft you might lose mobility we might have to do more than one surgery Uh, you might actually even lose your leg there is always the threat of losing your life and this downward spiral that she goes through with her family not understanding what's going on she's not even understanding what's going on until it finally sinks in that she is in a whole lot of trouble well and the thing that makes me so scared with this and guys i Anything we do in King carries a risk, and we will go into more of that later. But especially with burning and branding, like as a nurse, I will not, I won't lie. I work in, I, I did a rotation in the Grossman Burn Center. So I saw horrendous burns and they are deadly. Guys, burns are deadly. The first thing you do is lose fluids and then you are just an open open wound for any kind of infection and it's it's just a breeding ground for this and that's the thing like she talks about how this professional told her to oh leave the burn open to the air because it needs to breathe like what the actual fuck i'm sorry anyone basic first aid you clean it and cover it because that is instant you your skin is your armor and if there is a a break in your armor that leaves you open for infection. That is any of the things we do, be it cutting, branding, even rope burn, to be honest, guys. I mean, anything that breaks your armor is leads you down a path of, oh, fuck, this could go horribly wrong. Yeah, and I actually, I really think it's important for our listeners, anybody who's going to be doing this sort of thing, anything where you break the skin, you're absolutely right, Abyss. You need to be careful, even if it's just a needle, even if it's, what do they call that, cell popping? That is still it's another brand. That's another. branding. And no, it's, you're it's breaking branding. the it skin. <laughs> and anytime that you do that, listen, I know a lot of people who do who are really great here. People I know personally who do cell popping, who do needlework, who do cutting. Uh, professionals, some of them not professionals, but they they take they go through a lot to make sure that they know what they're doing before they even cut into someone or break someone's skin. But even then, you cannot be certain that something is not going to go wrong. You need to vet, vet, and vet these people. And then if you know somebody, like, thank God we know Abyss, who's a, a nurse, have them standing by. And I'm not saying this as if to... Um, chastise Riverfern for not having done all that she could I have. I think she did more, she due, did. She did more exactly. due diligence than most people yes. would do in something like this. I know so many people. I have women that show up in the club and they hear that I've done fire play and they go, you do fire play. And I'm waiting for them to start asking questions and they're just looking at me like, can we go do that? I go, you've never even seen me do fire play. I actually had to rewind. I had someone do that. And I said, hey, call Mark because she's done a lot of it with me and let her tell you about it from her point of view. We have so many people that are so excited that are in this lifestyle that somebody says they're good at something and that's good enough for them. That's good enough for them to trust. This guy burned six fucking people at this event. This wasn't just this chick. There was another dude, or I don't know, I can't remember. I think they're transgender. Transgender. um, That also received a skin graft on his arm from this same dude at that same weekend. This wasn't just one event. This motherfucker burned people because he didn't know what he was doing and he pretended like he did and i know we're not supposed to judge and go off on this and i know that our instant reaction is you know anger because something like this is so horrible that it happens and and we understand that that maybe this guy was really good at something but but fuck man this is i, I don't I, believe someone just because they say they're great at it take I, some time watch it goes with and i will say this branches out to any of the high risk things that we do in the kink community that could be your riggers i'm sorry anyone who's going to be tying different points of your your anatomy up and then pulling you into the air you better make sure they know what they're fucking doing absolutely anyone who does needlework anyone who does cutting i've had people like let me cut them and they've never seen me cut someone they've never seen if i've left scars they've never seen you know these are all things granted because i am a nurse it it gets to give it's a little extra yeah, like, a little, <laughs> little, um. <laughs> like hey she kind of <laughs> knows what she's doing but you know it's like it's still these are all things like would you go to a tattoo parlor and pick some random person and not look at their portfolio before you pay them to put something permanent on you 
I know I wouldn't. And the thing is that this guy is actually a tattoo artist, uh, a very well-known tattoo artist from what I read, and he's also done uh, branding of other kinds. So... but, this but is there's the no sun. school. You're for absolutely <laughs> right. But you go Shit. to an event. You go to an event, right? You there is a, a fair amount of assumption that you're going to do that. The people who they have at these events have at least know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So and and even the further work that she did in investigating and asking him the right questions, and it sounded like the answers that he gave he her gave some good bullshit. But he had yeah. never done it. Yeah, and he should have disclosed. I mean, that. shit. I had to go to fucking. Massage school for 720 hours just to give someone a fucking back rub. <laughs> do you I mean, <laughs> what degree do you get for solar branding? What yeah. degree? What training? How do you how do you vet somebody? I mean, on something like this, yeah, it's that's... not like there's a school you can go to. And I, again, I will also say the flip side of that is that's pretty much everything we do here. Everything we do is we teach each other, and unfortunately, for future, I really wish. And this goes back to the guys: if you are learning something new. Practice on something else. Chicken. Why not burn a chicken? <laughs> chicken breast. Get a chicken breast. Um, and I understand the excitement. I understand that people really want to find these bonding and amazing experiences. And I can completely sympathize and empathize because we've all like anyone who has been in this scene knows the connection that especially because she was talking about it was connecting her with her sir. And it's it's a very emotional and it's very um, symbolic. But and I don't I don't judge or blame her for anything that she's done. I I have done plenty of stuff that I carry the marks for, and I don't regret them. I I I love them because they symbolized a point in my life that I wanted. But when they go horribly fucking wrong, you know that's that's where we have a little bit of a wake up call in this community to make sure that we not only take care of ourselves but watch out for each other too. Yeah, and let me tell you, it could have been a lot worse. Even though this is pretty bad, she told us that she's still going through secondary infections. She's yeah, still is, she's not, not out of she's the not woods. done. This has no. only been like a month, a um, couple of months. I think it's July. Months. Yeah, I mean, I do wound care for a living, and it yeah, takes it forever. Skin grafts yeah. take forever. Oh yeah, and. <sighs> And so it, it, well, that's what really um, what I loved about her post is that she continues talking about what it was like She that at the time of the post, her her parents weren't um, talking to her about it. They were very upset. There were a lot of people in her life that were upset at what she had done. And this is kind of how she closes it off, because there's a great deal of self-doubt and that you're trying to figure out how much of this was my own. So she says, I did everything I thought to do, but I could have done more. I should have done more. I should have done more research, asked different questions, tried to get more information, and realized that the brander didn't have that information and then made a more informed choice. How much of this is my fault? How will people treat me when they know what happened? How many people will scoff and say, I brought this on myself? Well, you know what? It's, I'm not one of those people who will say that to her. Absolutely not. We've all been and, in this life. I mean, yeah. even though I want to hammer the fuck out of the the guy, uh for obvious mistakes. These were obvious mistakes. Um, nobody had the intention of going into this to harm someone. And this Brander guy didn't, didn't go in with the intention. He thought he was going to do something really good. And a lot of times the people that are going to harm you are not necessarily evil predators who are seeking to harm you. You know, it's just, we have to look, we have to look deeper at these things that we're going to do, especially when they're things that are going to have the potential of this. Well, I want to say thank you so much to River Fawn for sharing her story with us. Uh, River Fern, yes. Fern Fawn. Yeah, River Fern. Absolutely. Uh, River thank Rain. you. And uh, and if you're thinking of, they, they did set up a, um, a fund on you, youcaring.com. It's kind of cute. It, they, they called it Brand Aid. So if you go on youcaring.com and do a search for Brand Aid, you will actually be able to see the pictures of she and the other five victims. Is there a link to her post? Are we going to post? She wanted us to... Uh, Yeah, if you want. We'll post it on Perverted Podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll put it on our FetLife. Didn't she say she wanted us to post it so so that people could go and hear her point of view? Yeah, and like I will say, it's a great read. She she was really eloquent with the way she Yeah, and she wasn't a bitchy whiner Mm -hmm. like, poor me, poor me. No, she she defended her decisions, and and I understand. Yeah. Well, that was an uplifting topic. Ooh. Wow. What we could do now, Boogie? Better him than me. <laughs> <laughs> biggest fear is the top when shit oh, goes yes. bad. Yeah. Gonna teach you things to do with your lover. Going into the bedroom rodeo. Wanna be a better fuck? We got you covered. Going into the bedroom rodeo. Going into the bedroom. Going into the bedroom. Going into the bedroom rodeo. 
I'm, not, I'm not feeling that sexy after that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about some bedroom rodeo stuff. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you fickle, fickle young lady. How can I get you in the mood? Can I, can I give you that look? No. Mm, whatever. Can I whack my penis on your knee? That turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Uh, obviously, bedroom rodeos is basically our our not necessarily kinky part of the show. Just you know, good old fashioned sex because people like sex and we like sex, and it's not always just kinky. So we're getting into topics that deal with just your regular <laughs> sexual relationship with your partners. That's right. All right, Boogie's idea. And this one was, there was actually a thing. Where was the link? What was it called? It was the... Uh, uh, incompatible incompatible sex drive. Yeah, see, that's why I said I'm not in the mood. See. Oh, see. See, she's being smart. See. I was setting okay. you up for that. That highbrow. That, that highbrow up. humor. I don't get it. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of times in the last few months that a business just thrown down her notes on the floor. What, my stupidity insults you? Is that really... Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, you found this one, Boogie. It's from the website Durex.com. Durex. They do sex products and condoms and stuff like that. And they got a bunch of articles on there. We're going to use some of them. Yeah. So basically in this article, they're talking about when you and your partner have an incompatible sex drive. And this can be a new partner or it can suddenly happen in the middle of an existing relationship. (laughs) And of course, they state a lot of the medical reasons that that can happen. Stress. (laughs) Menopause. Menopause. (laughs) Thank you. Depression, (laughs) drugs, whether legal or illegal, unhealthy lifestyle. It really doesn't matter to the person's psyche what the reason (laughs) is because the results can be devastating when something like that happens, whether... Uh, you're the person who whose sex life has gone down, or you're the person who's asking for more sex from your partner. Uh, it's easy to feel like crap. I think I think a lot of us, if you've been in a long term relationship or something, I think a lot of us have been in that situation where you there is a lot of times a, an ebb and flow of attraction during you know when you have you know your everyday life comes in and like bites you in the ass. And you're like, this happened with my marriage. It was literally, I was in school, you know, studying eight, 10 hours a day. Plus I was working. I'd come home and I'd have to also cook and clean and do all this other shit. And I'd come home and my husband would be all like, hey. And I'd be like. (laughs) (laughs) How would you be? That's fucking scary. (laughs) I'd pretty much rip his head off if he tried to touch me. Because I'm like, fuck you. You're still in your jammies. (laughs) 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 So, Yeah. And here, and here's the thing. You, you, we feel bad about it. When it's happening, you feel totally bad. But really, it's more likely to be about them than about you. Them meaning who? Them, the who, person on is suffering side, from the funk or no, the person who on, has to suffer because of the funk? Yes, who's suffering. Who has to the suffer person who's not getting it. laid or the person... Oh, my God. No, actually, I was a little confused with that, too. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. Are you going to go all Valley Girl on us? Uh, you're the one who just did. Whatever. Uh, focus, guys. Come on. God. Come on. She's a poop. Well, you okay, I'm just going to go on. No, okay. no, no. Which one? So what they're talking about is that in any relationship, <laughs> communication is key. <laughs> so you guys need to work on your communication. Yeah, but here's the, here's the trick. Kathy just doesn't know how to talk. Ha ha. Shut up. He got a little scared. <laughs> I'm like, shit, right. I'm going to have to do this <laughs> segment now, aren't I? <laughs> She's going to throw her papers on the floor. Mm-hmm. But when they're talking about communication as being key, they mean uh, for your partner and for yourself. Because both people are going to have to do a great deal of soul searching to find out what the problem is, to get to the bottom of it. Um, this is what a lot of vanilla people, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, Boogie, uh, so mean when they say we're reconnecting. It is. It's also a lot of times if the attraction base is turning off in a relationship, there's underlying factors. Like it normally means like they feel like one partner is not being as feeling as fulfilled as they you know used to. If um, if they if there's actual problems in the relationship that are getting skirted over, because it's hard to be intimate with someone and want to be sexual with someone if you're pissed off about six other things before you even get home and you don't even want to look at them and let alone you know touch them. Exactly, so. it can be it can be multi layered and it can be extremely difficult. But if you don't have that one key thing where you are willing to do a lot of self-reflection to figure and really dig deep, you're kind of in a lot of trouble because you cannot get past something this crazy without 
talking to yourself, finding out what's going on, talking to your partner, discussing openly. And it will mostly involve discussing things that are hard to talk about, things that make you cringe, things that you don't even want to say because you know it's going to end up hurting your partner. It's also good to have a good friend base, too, because like I know with uh, my friends, they're always like they're allowed to vent whatever they say, you know. It's it is it is HIPAA up in this joint. I don't mention anything that is you know happening with my friends. So if they talk about their sexual problems and they say, "Hey, you know, am I being fucking crazy?" I then I have free reign to say, "Yes, you're being fucking crazy about this." Do you really like? Let's take a look, <laughs> take a step back, and really, you're 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 punishing your partner by withholding sex because you think that's the way to get him to do the dishes. Oh, oh my god pussy yeah. price no but that's what i'm saying like a lot of times no because i had the same situation with my fucking ex-husband i'm sorry if i come home and the house is a train wreck i've just worked a 11 hour day i still have to study there's no food on the table and he wants to get frisky the moment i walk in the door are you fucking kidding no that is your responsibility to put some effort in you want to you want to get laid do the goddamn dishes and make sure dinner is there when I get home. Then I can actually think about relaxing for a second and then understanding then, hey, you know what? You did really good. We both put in. Let's have sexy time. Exactly. So it's not based on the attraction. It's based on the negotiation of how you guys both manage a household. Hey, no. like, just as I said, it is multi-layered. Even on this website, they're talking about when you want stress, uh, stress sex. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand <laughs> the idea. Then when you want stress, go for the sex. I, 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 I understand the idea of this person has pissed me off, so I'm not attracted to them. But I, what I'm, I'm trying to get to is when is it? When is sex used as a weapon? Um, against your partner that I'm attracted to you and I want sex. But because you didn't do these things, then I'm not going to. What you're describing is all kinds of fucking dysfunction right there. Right. What Abyss is describing is not dysfunction because. Well, she wasn't turned on because of the actions of the husband. She so it wasn't that she really does want sex, but he didn't perform. So no, that's actually not what I meant at all. Okay. Also, if you're living with someone 24 seven and you're having to manage a household. It's not just coming over and like, hey, I'm here for sexy time. Like, this is something that you are having to work every day. You know, that's why attractions wane and step forward. It's it's literally it's the daily trenches that we're talking about vanilla or not vanilla. We are talking about non king. -king. Right. (laughs) Thank you. Are they condescending? I just (laughs) went back and corrected. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Basically, this is stuff that it's it's not just, oh, we're too busy. Or this is not that, you know, it's, it's, if you're, no, if your household isn't running smoothly, my, my worry isn't going to be about if I want to have sex. Cause that's not my headspace. My headspace is I'm tired. I have 50 other million things to do. And instead of, you know, the person who is my partner, who is supposed to be my partner, putting in equal amounts of work to make our partnership work, I'm now having to do double time, which means I'm not really in the mood for sex. I, I completely. I'm. I'm. I know that you're now working out <laughs> some some past stuff, um, and I. Mean, I it's I, pretty common. No, just no, no. no. I, I understand. I understand that. And there's other reasons that people don't have intimacy other than just you haven't, you know, pulled your weight in taking care of the house. So obviously that's one aspect. Uh, but, but there's but there's a lot of other aspects that also say we have couples that are both carrying the weight. There are still other things that kill your libido. Other than just, you know, you didn't do your part and I didn't do my part. You know, there's intimacy issues you guys had touched on before, how there's situations that occur in, in people's lives. Um, with guys, it's very difficult to have intimacy. Um, a lot of times it's like a guy, like you hear this a lot in, in, in relationships where it's live in, where I've heard a lot of people go, he'll go jack off, but he won't fuck me. So... Um, and they're like, why? I'm right here. I'm ready. And he wants to go and watch porn and jack off, and he doesn't want to fuck me. Well, that's now an intimacy issue. A lot of times when guys are holding back those feelings, like say they're stressed at work or something with family or, or something that's really bearing on them, intimacy with somebody that you care about is vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable thing, even for a dude. So it's like, I don't want to go there because I'm trying to hold in all this stuff. So I have a physical need to get off. So I'll go jerk off watching porn, but I'm not going to have sex with my mate because that's going to lower my 
that's going to lower my defenses. Right. So that's another thing that, that is, is really common. Yeah. And, but you're right. In either case, in most cases, we're talking about something that has impeded your sex drive, something that actually overrides your desire for sex with that partner. In a business case, it's it's stress or physical fatigue or, or anger. When I'm depressed, there is no way you're coming near me to have any kind of sex because I can't even... That depression takes everything over. When I'm stressed, that stress takes uh, my brain hostage. And I can't think of that. My I need to have... And I know a lot of people like who... I know friends who feel who have gone the this had this same problem in that they're having emotional issues and that emotion is so intense that it will not allow your sex drive or your desire for sex to come out. Well, and the nice thing they talked about too was the fact that it doesn't always <clears throat> this is about you and your partner getting your needs met. So it doesn't always mean that you have to have sex to get each other's that needs met. That was what met. I was going to get into. That so, was really important. I mean, cuz it gets into certain things like if the sex, you know, sometimes people want sex for validation. I want to feel that I'm sexier, that you validate me. Well, instead of having sex, if that moment, if that funk is there and one or the other party isn't able to achieve that, um, then instead of having sex, you can just spend some time letting them know you care about them, that they're special to you, that you're not going to abandon them, that you're interested in this partnership, that you're working through it. Right there, you've now given them validation to where you may not need to have the sex to have the validation. Um, what was the other one? The other one was... Uh, I mean, they're talking about just like cuddling, even on a Cuddling, on if a couch, someone just like, needs that intimacy. And yeah. it, and it's and again, they said it doesn't even have to be with penetration. I mean, there's, there's still fun and excitement if you're just like, and not that much work. If you're cuddling on the couch and you don't give a little handy, mm-hmm. you know, that works for me, right? Yeah, a little diddle diddle, <laughs> and uh, you're both you're both pretty happy. Yeah, and finally, the the one thing that they they close us off with is that it's usually not one simple answer. It's usually quite a few, unless you're very lucky. If you're very lucky, you have a problem. This is this <laughs> is the how to fix it. Boom, it's done. Let's go have sex. But usually, it's not one simple answer. And they do finish it off by saying. Trying to figure out how to increase libido in your partner won't get you anywhere without understanding where they're coming from. So I think that's kind of what Boogie was saying is that also, you have to validate. Also, don't don't keep a calendar. A sex calendar? I had an ex because our relationship went down the toilet. He literally kept a calendar and marked off every time we had sex and all the days we didn't. And oh, we no. throw it in my face. No. Wow, that that works, right? It really didn't it really work so well hot. on him getting laid after that. <laughs> but uh, you said that's awesome. Thank you so much for some guilt and shame that really yeah, fucking just so don't, engorges don't. my fucking vulva. Yep. So guys, <laughs> don't don't keep a calendar. Oh my god. <laughs> no calendar <laughs> equals engorged vulva. Right there. now we know. Deadly each other on the couch while cuddling. That's it. <laughs> Go without that An engorged vulva. <laughs> You're just gonna keep saying that, aren't you? I just love engorged vulvas. vulvas. Everybody. <laughs> Engorged vulva. Uh, I love our audience. <laughs> I thank you with engorged vulvas. Do you have an engorged vulva, Nixie? Yeah? yeah? Always. Right now? Always. Okay, good. As, as she's good. talking here. Mark, engorged vulva. Nah, she's working on it. She's like, she's like, she's like, I got a halfy. She's working on it. Hey, you didn't put it on the board, but it's time for. Time for a really bad, dirty joke. It might suck. Yeah. Oops. Did I accidentally forget to put that on? <laughs> All right. This one's for you, Kathy. What's the difference between a bitch and a whore? Ouch. A whore sleeps with everybody at the party, and a bitch sleeps with everyone at the party but you. Yes, that was a really bad joke. What do you want, squirrels? Actually, that one was funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> I liked that one. I didn't write it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Wait, let's keep this magic keep this going. Let's just keep this fun going. Oops, are magical. Wait, that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> I want the teeth. Here's what people saying in the beefy chat room. Don't expect it to make any sense. <laughs> as long as we're not making sense. I have Unger and Mark pull quotes from the from the chat room because we don't hear what they're saying. Uh-huh. We don't ever hear Unger. Unger, these are things you pull from the chat room, correct? I, I, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Unger, for your animated participation. Here just ran... I don't know what any of these things are. They just put lines. Dancing with pre-chewed Hawaiian food. What? What? I don't know. Think of Boogie with goat legs. 
Like, am I <laughs> am I eating I totally, the goat legs? No, no, I totally. You're like she a little pan. Do I have goat legs? I, I am I wrapping one. goat legs around my face and giving oral to the goats? Why did you just have to go there? I don't know. This is these are the questions I have. Um, what else are you? Where else are you going to hide the handcuffs? Don't want to know what that conversation oh. was about. I'm saying under boob. Maybe under boob. Sometimes that chicken needs to be choked on the down low. <laughs> That's a good one. This is, but I wouldn't use those two. Sh- I wouldn't use those tissues. They've already been had. Ah, oh. a stuffed three arm monkey. Yay! I think that's that's Ungi Bungie's stuffy, isn't it? What's the name of your three arm monkey? Ripley. Ripley Aww. the three arm monkey. It was he like was a, he was actually a three armed monkey, wasn't it? Yeah. Have a th- he has a that so okay. We knew at least one thing, <laughs> and then put a hat on it and call it a cowboy. Wow, that's that's our chat room. That's the I that's, love our that's, that's, our that's where they go. This is <laughs> during the show. This is our, our cutting people. edge. So has and anything actually been happening now? Anything in the happening chat room? now in the chat he's room? <laughs> <laughs> Don't hide your head in shame, Unger. He's like he's like it's just been me and Mark, and Mark walked <laughs> off. No, no, it's not. What are they talking about? Um. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, what? what? Speak. <laughs> Don't even know. We're a virtual campfire, apparently. What? So, what are they lighting their like, living rooms on fire in I different places know. in the world and it's coming on the come this weird role playing thing? That's so happening. they're like kumbayaing and shit. Uh. Yeah, no, I just chased some. I I, I chased an engorged Volvo away from the campfire that was atta- about to attack it. You know what? That's <laughs> why you, you did do it. that. You, d- you performed a service. <laughs> engorged Volvos at a campfire tentacle. is a good thing. Whoa! A tentacle oh. monster engorged. Who just would want it, to be? I'd send it towards Mark. <laughs> Mark? Mark sent me to chase it away. Mark! <laughs> <laughs> Mark's all, you didn't say there was tentacles on it! <laughs> well, that, okay, virtual campfire. These are our people. This is, <laughs> this is our, this is our group. There's always a kink you don't know about yet, so let's learn one now on Fetish Roulette. A lot of jingles back to back. Just noticed <laughs> these bits haven't been very long, but God damn it, we have production on this show. Why? Are you, why are you giving me stinky face? Nothing. What? What'd you do now, Boogie? Now she's all these bits haven't been very long. I'm all. Oh no no no! Because I said I didn't want the first solar branding bit to be a half. Whose fault hour. is that, Boogie? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, it was good. I think it was a good amount of time. Sam, serial killer Sam, kept time, and. Uh, He's sitting there. He hasn't said a word the whole show. He's got a red shirt on. It looks good. He looks good in red because it covers the blood. Blood dries brown. Huh? How would you know? She's a nurse. You help him hide the bodies? No, I've come home covered in blood. Do you masturbate afterward with your gold No, no, no. That's Mark. Fair enough. We got a fetish to talk about. Are you guys ready for this? No. Oh, it's the one that we couldn't pronounce. <laughs> and still can't. I've tried this now 11 times. Does it make your cock bloom to see someone in an animal costume? Oh, God, that's so bad. <laughs> These are the jokes. Does grinding on a stuffed bear make you wet down there? Oh. Do you get huffy when someone tries to stop you from sexing up your stuffies? Oh my God. Wait, I wrote one more just for added effect. It's some fucking in the future when you tear open a stuffed animal's sutures. <laughs> the luck was my payoff. Oh, if that's the case, you may be into your susagalmatophilia. Say it with me. No. no. You sersagalmatophilia. <laughs> so, uh, so it's... The sexual fetish whereby an individual is sexually aroused by or interested in dressing up as animals. These individuals call themselves plushies or furries. Whether the touch, the comforting appearance, or innocence of the stuffed animal, or just loving some furry rubbin. So it's not just playing with stuffed animals; it's dressing as an animal. It yeah, can it's like, be so. Yeah, like yes, furries. Okay. So have we you have ever furries. Seen, like the furries. Now furries, we yes. understand. 
<laughs> what would you so you like they do like the scrum piles and stuff oh. they do cuddle puddles and no no that's cu- there's, it's like it's like a rutting thing it's a weird yeah it's uh, not weird it's their own personal decisions and what turns them on I tell, mean, you would tell you, us more, Biz. What do you know about this group? I've had friends who were furries. Cool. So. Who are furries at Threshold? No, no they're actually not, no, not like, pet no, no. play. No, we do. They may not come in full costume. Yeah, they don't. I, yeah, but yeah, but these are these were like hardcore. Like they don't the full mascot costume yeah. type furries. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, no, I'm like, dude, if that's what gets you down, it, a lot of it's a role play situation, and it lets them let go of their inhibitions. I don't know if that's more furry or if it's versus. The headspace with that versus like the sexualizing a, of it. No, versus like a stuffy. Well, I mean, I guess both fall into the category of you getophilia, <laughs> and uh, which fuck it, like what are they going to look it up? Just look, fetish for teddy bears, fetish for furries. You'll find it. You're a good guy. Do you Popeye. smell toast? Popeye, <laughs> do, do me a favor and smile. I need <laughs> a favor. There you go. Yeah. Um, so who who hasn't rubbed their cock against a stuffed animal in here? Go ahead, raise your hand. Who, who hasn't? Has, I have who not. hasn't? I have not. I who hasn't? I, Fucking prudes! Jesus Christ! I, I have not. I'm sorry. I have not defiled my stuffed animals. I mean, like I haven't that. defiled my stuffed animals. That would be creepy because um, they're all alive. Um, actually, it's been a long time. I had a weird relationship with my stuffed animals as a kid because I was on Ritalin and I hallucinated and they didn't tell you that was a side effect of Ritalin when you're a fucking four-year-old kid and they're jamming speed down your throat. So I actually had some trauma with my actual <laughs> He's trauma. Yeah. yeah, there was no sexuality <laughs> with mine. Which, and suddenly, you know, later, I'm, suddenly I'm all distrustful. I'm all, what did you do with Cletus? I didn't. I have never touched Cletus. Cletus in is at your home, right? Yes. Okay. Cletus. It, it's a pickle looking dinosaur. It's not a pickle. He's like not a, a pickle. pickle. Looks like a pickle. He's adorable. Don't. That's Cletus. That's Cletus. <laughs> that, that's, I have uh, a little picture of Cletus above me. A little maid. But no, uh, no, I can definitely see. See, I was, you know, thinking about this, and I just played, whacked my dick on stuff. I didn't actually have sex with it or, or thought, but I mean, I may try, you know, just for fuck it, why not? Um, <laughs> so, Mark, give and, me one of your stuffies. <laughs> <laughs> give me lobster. <laughs> Pouty face. <laughs> no, not lobster. It's a dude. Don't uh, look. She's sad face now. Sorry, Mark. I don't know. You have like so many. No, stuffies. I can see like the innocent thing. Like it's safe. A lot of time fetishes. For objects are because people were very repressed as children. Like they were told, sin, 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 bad, 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 don't touch it, don't have sex with people. So they kind of fetishize items because it's not sinful because it's not an actual person. So I can definitely understand some of the possible psychologies, but I can also understand kind of the soft, it's something that's, you know, it's powerless, it's not harmful. Stuffed animals are never used, except mine when I was a kid that tormented me. <laughs> that I literally, I had to pray my entire childhood to my stuffed animals every night of oh. my childhood to not kill me. Okay. So yeah. now you know. Now is you that know. why yeah. you're the way you are? That is why <laughs> oh I am the way God. I am, by the way. Yep. That's fucking freaky. I had some, I had yep. some stuff. Um, That's also, if you notice, a lot of his uh, toys are made out of stuffed animals. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Beat the crap out of them. Yeah. But uh, no, so I can definitely understand some but of that. But that's playing with your stuffed animals. A furry is a completely different thing. That's someone who dresses head to toe in fur. Well, no, and this and embodies Are you going to cut the boobies out? They're... If you cut the boobies oh, out boy. and the vagina, I will fuck a stuffed furry. Nah. It's kind of. I mean, but I want the face. That's kind of true. It's going to be kind of weird. Well, at least they couldn't give you eye contact. Well, pff, that is good. That is good because eye contact is bad. <laughs> Missionary position during a manic episode is not a successful sex. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> I, I look away. I just can't. I just, you know, I'm just going to kind of whisper in your ear and say some dirty things. I just can't make eye contact with you now. That's why but, doggy style is great for a psychotic. Right, Sam? Because he's a serial <laughs> he's killer. Like, <laughs> he's Sam, like, do you like making eye contact with your victims while you're killing them? No, he's not. No information. Keep it secret. That's right. It's part of the code. That's what Dexter did. Good job, Sam. So, fucking stuffed animals. The views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy and Abyss. Hey, they got the button back. (laughs) We got the button back. Is this it? Yes. I told you it was a fucking short show. It's not a short show. It's a great show. Yeah, I got 50 minutes. It's a good show. I feel pretty good. Nothing else happening in the chat room? Unger! 
Any, anything else going on in the chat room? Any more just came any, on, but that's about it. Any more engorged, gorged vulvas? No more engorged vulvas. Name? No more engorged vulvas chasing us. It left Everybody grab the genitalia of the person next to you. Okay, wait, I'm seeing that might not work. No. That, that, okay. All right, well then, fuck it. Hey. What? I just picked a card. What card did you pick? That's um the kinky cards. <laughs> Who sent us that? I don't know. Paige. Paige. Yeah. Paige sent us those cards. So what we're going to now talk about the cards. I got bored, so I started pulling out these cards. I'm glad the show bores you. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. well you know what we're going to do? We're going to end it. going to end the show. Can I throw cards at you? <gasps> <gasps> I start to throw at you. <laughs> oh, All this Jesus time they've been Christ. sitting right next to you. You could have been throwing what? them at Stop it. <laughs> Stop throwing. Those are cards. That's that, You're going to get ow, paper cards. <laughs> paper <God> cards. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, I'm ending the show. And that is our show. Stop it. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground. You for are us. a shitty ninja, by the way. <laughs> Ow! You're like three feet away from me. You ain't hit shit. <laughs> Look, now you're getting aggressive with it. Come on. Here, I'll show you a nipple. Can you Ew. get the nipple? That's it. Oh, God, that's great. That door. Oh, my God. That poor door I'll sure knows. I'll slice it down his nipple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. End the show. <laughs> I was trying. You interrupted me. Thanks for... Uh, Having prov- don't give him those. No, I will show you how to wing someone. If no. you're in Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone who was here today to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! To Mark and her picture taking. To Nixie and her friend. Woo! I'm gonna put friend in quotation. Friend. <laughs> Are you guys fucking? <gasps> yeah. Are you guys fucking? Yeah, All right. Are you guys, you're not fucking right now no. because that's uh, that's. Well, I mean, you no. can do. So I was going to say, I mean, that'd be impressive. I'm like, I'm like, he's just got it like winging through his shorts <laughs> leg and going up her skirt. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's very anthropomorphic. And to serial killer Sam. <laughs> and Kathy. thank you from all of your <laughs> Kathy, how could you? I think it's a cute nickname. <laughs> Look at that face. He just gave you a serial killer look. That was so you are next. Face. You are next. You are Sam's next victim. It's Aww. adorable. How, do you, how is right. serial Yeah, say that when he has thank, the plastic wrap over your face. Thank you from Boogie, Kathy, and Abyss. If you have questions, comments, or ideas such as how to not make this suck, <laughs> please send them to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit per- the perverted Visit pervertedpodcast.com. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's it. That's it. Let's just do that. Everyone clap. What? Smatter in the back. Smatter. You guys are going to go fuck, uh, right? In the car? Not in the car. Why? Not in the not parking, parking lot. lot. Okay, can you guys drive onto the street and then just fuck there? Can you make that happen? Maybe just give them a little blowjob in the car? Oh, my God. Not wh- Who's driving? You drove se- so now we'll get in the car, <laughs> suck his like, dick while he drives. I and like then how he is micromanaging you, then, their love life. Then when yeah. you guys drive, shut up! You know, you, you know, you could always just tell him to go fuck himself. You, I do it all the time. You could, you know. Whatever. I just want to, you know, I just want to make sure the kids are happy. The kids. The kids. That's that's right. <laughs> you have to say it like an old man. <laughs> I just want to make sure your vulva's engorged. Why in my day? <laughs> in my day. This is how we're, to work. You know we're still recording, right? <laughs> you know in my day, I had to put a hair hose up Mama's cooch and give it a pump with my elbow. That's an engorged vulva right there. She was loose. I'm I'm done. I'm done. She was loose. Hit that button. Grandma was loose. (laughs) Feed around the corner. Feed around the corner. Feed around the corner for me. Engorged. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we could just do this. I I know there's going to be listeners that are like, I'm just going to see how long it goes. No. I'm just going to see. Cut it off. Kathy, did you get some dick this week? I did get some dick this week. Did you? Yeah. Did I you? Got, yes. Did he bend you over? Yes, he did. Did he call you Madam Puppy Pants? Uh, that he did not do. <laughs> Abyss just spit her water. He tethered Ma- me to the bed. Yeah? And then just... With a tether ball? No, with a just chain tied around... tied you to a bed and spun that ball around on the rope <laughs> oh, until it hit you in the I gut. am not that limber, okay? <laughs> That's I would li- I would like to see the, the hard point that could hold me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good hard point. <laughs> That's your tether, too. Well, good. Okay. Yeah.